Hey mamas, welcome to the Mom Chat Show where we talk all things motherhood and we keep it real, raw, and honest. And me and my new besties, we're ready to share it all with you. Yes, you heard right. All of it, the mistakes, the trial and errors, the ups, the downs, the emotional roller coasters, and the happy times too. So if you're ready to laugh, cry, learn, and just have a good time, then this is your podcast show. You're my people. Let's chat. Thank you so much for coming on to Mom Chat Show. I'm so glad to have you on. Let me know what things that you do and how long you've been a mom. Fantastic. Well, hello. Um, My name is Erin, and I have been a mom now for almost seven years. My oldest is going to be seven in March. Uh, my youngest, it just turned four. So I'm, I'm deep into the mom situation. And uh, before I had kiddos, I um, was an elementary school teacher, third and fourth grade. And then I was also a reading specialist. So I, um, I've always enjoyed working obviously with kids and with families and helping other people has just always been something I have enjoyed. And it's a real passion of mine. And I ended up really struggling with my oldest sleep when he was born. He was colic. Um, he was just kind of, I, I called him my grumpy old man. Um, he just, you know, just, he struggled a little bit (laughs) and I, and a lot of it had to do with, he struggled with sleep. He, he wasn't really rested. And, um, in my moment of desperation in the middle of the night waking, you know, I think he was about five, five and a half months. Uh, he was still waking every like couple of hours and we ended up reaching out to a sleep consultant. And I was like, who is this magical uniform that is going to help all of us get sleep because I need a lot of sleep. And so does he now, but yeah, so I reached out and it was just a life changer in so many different ways. Like she helped us. It ended up shaping my, um, my future career path. And, and it's just been awesome ever since. How long have you been a sleep coach? We hired ours around when he was that five month mark. And then that following spring is when I decided that I just wanted to be home with my little man. And I was just, I was spending too much time away from him. So I wanted to stay home, but uh, I'm a busy person. I like to be busy. I like to keep challenging myself. Um, so I decided to get certified myself. Um, so I've been doing this about six years ish, give or take a little bit. I would love to know, like when you had your first experience, what things just made you just be like, oh my goodness, I so need to do this for others. Like what stood out to you the most? That really has guided my entire business. Um, and what I, it kind of, some of it was what I really enjoyed. And some of it, obviously I took maybe some things I would have changed. And I've done that for my own family, like my own client, I call them my families. Um, so what I really enjoyed was the ability to have somebody to ask questions kind of in the moments where we're all unsure of kind of what to do, right? Like, sure, I'm reading this plan and it's so great. And like all these other moms and dads out there, we've read the books, we've watched the videos, but then we go to implement these changes and our kids don't follow what those kids in the books do. Right. And so then I sat there and I was like, well, my kid's not doing what you're saying he should do now. What? So I appreciated the fact that I had somebody to go to with those questions or those concerns and ask her about it. And it helped 
reassure. It helped give me information um, so that I knew how to kind of tackle it at the moment and then in the future. That was a really, really big thing for me. Most definitely. Because I know for a fact, like when I started off, if I could have had like that go-to, like, hey girl, is this normal? What am I doing? Is this right? Because my school was colicky. And yeah. I had no idea what colicky was. I just knew I wasn't sleeping. He wasn't sleeping. I was cranky. He was cranky. Yeah. We both were looking crazy. And I was just mm-hmm. like, okay, how long does it even last? Like, are we ever going to actually sleep? Feeling like it's literally never ending. That was the very daunting part. So I try to help my families kind of always be a step ahead and know, listen, when we do this, here's what we're going to do. And for three to four nights, you're going to see, you know, it might be hard, but by that point, you're going to start seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and giving them that because everybody does better with kind of knowing where they're going. And it helps give you that strength and confidence to keep going with those changes. Yeah. Cause honestly, like when you don't know, you go through this like guilt trip thing, yes. you know, and all in your head. When in actuality, it's not that you're doing it wrong. You just don't know what you don't know. So my mom never went through college. Well, she can't give me advice. And my grandma was like, you know, they have their remedies from back in the day. And I don't really know if I want to do that. Um, (laughs) I don't want to put the whiskey on my child's gums. He's like a week old. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. Yeah, kind of, I'm sure like your mom, she goes, Aaron, I don't know. I had babies 30 years ago. Like, I don't know what we did. (laughs) And I'm just like, well, I need you to start remembering because I don't know what I'm doing. And he's looking at me like, you, like, lady, you brought me here. (laughs) And we just honestly just chuffed through it. But it would have made things so much easier. It literally would have just like took that whole blur of stress away. So Mm -hmm. I totally understand why you decided like after having that great experience for yourself, you were like, this is definitely a need. So let me just keep what I'm getting and then alter, you know, as needed and make it my Mm -hmm. own. Exactly. Exactly. I always tell parents I talk to like at the very least, if we talk and we meet one another and you decide not to work with me at that time or whatever, that's fine. You know, you have a resource because I felt like I was on an island. And I didn't know I had somebody, but maybe if I would have, I would have reached out sooner. So you have a resource if, and when you need, if something isn't working. Yes, that's so true. And that leads me to this next question. How do you actually know that that person is a good fit for you? Like, how do you research a person that is in this field and know that you're on the right track? I really enjoy talking to people and I can hear, you know, per, we, we both, I feel, get a sense of that personality click. Um, and by the end of the conversations, a lot of times either they're saying, or I am, or we both are, we're like, God, I already feel good about this. Or I feel like we'd be a really good team. Like those kinds of things are already running through our minds. Like I just talked to somebody today and she texted me like a half an hour later. And she was like, I already am feeling better about things. So and she didn't even buy, you know, a package yet or anything to work with me, but it was just the point. And I was like, that's the thing. Like you want it to feel good. And it's okay if it doesn't, because not every personality matches out there, but I think you want to feel comfortable talking to somebody, being vulnerable to somebody, um, being sensitive because there are times, I mean, I talk to crying parents 
And you have to feel comfortable in making that person feel better, reaching out to me. So it definitely has to be like a, I feel a click. If that makes sense, it's it's kind of a gray answer, but. No, it's perfect answer because I do agree. Like when doing anything, Mm -hmm. that bond and type of like a, like it needs to be like a sink, you know, you can kind of honestly just tell if that person's a good match for you yeah, and if they're not going to, you know, flow right. And honestly, I honestly feel this and I do this when I choose people, Mm -hmm. I like to see if we're going to mesh because if we're not going to mesh, like how can I feel comfortable to be vulnerable with you, especially talking Mm -hmm. about my struggles. That's a vulnerable moment. You know, those conversations need to feel relaxing and like, you know what, you're comforting me. It is. And that is really a big part because I tell the parents all the time, like we can get your kids to sleep. You know, I'm here. I'm going to give you this plan. We're going to work together out all of these kinks, but you have to be able to communicate with me and feel comfortable. And that's a big part because I'm your support. So that's really, it boils down to I'm the parent support. A lot of us have these great spouses they don't know what they're doing. We all became parents at the same time, most of the time. And I'm looking at my husband. I remember back when we were doing this and I'd say, well, Matt, what do we do now? And he'd be like, I don't know. What do you think we should do? And we're doing this back and forth. So (laughs) you need somebody you're comfortable in saying like, I don't know, help me. And that's a hard thing for a lot of moms. For some reason, I don't know what took place with like society and their conversations, but somewhere in there, it made this like area to where if you say something is wrong, you should be embarrassed or ashamed. And it's like, you should know all the things. But I honestly feel like for one, each kid's different. So you're going to have different struggles. Each kid mm-hmm. is just like a given. Every child is different. <laughs> every struggle is different. You're a new parent, every child you have. Yes. Every time it's like you're reinventing the wheel, like over and over again. And they don't tell you that. They honestly make it as if once you're a mother, you know, all the things. No, you don't. <laughs> that's a lie. <laughs> yep. It really is. It's, and it's crazy. I think that's another thing with moms is, you know, I'll, I'll work with moms with three kids. They'll come to me and they're like, well, I never had these problems with my first two. And I don't know what, I feel like a terrible mother. No, no, your kid, this is just a different child. You know, every kid is so different that they're going to require some different things than your first two potentially. And we need to normalize that as well. Yes. Yes. That mom guilt thing is real. Every Mm -hmm. day, all day, it's there. We're messing our kids up in our own special way. (laughs) Everybody's kids are going to be messed up. We're trying our best. We're going to correct what our parents did. Maybe, you know, try whatever we felt that they didn't do. And then we're messing our own in a whole different way. So, you know, we're just all doing the best. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's all you can do. You're never going to be perfect at it. Like this thing, it's far from perfect. So far. I would love to know, like, when they decide to become a client, like Mm -hmm. what things should they automatically expect to have happen? Like, what should they look forward to? When people work with me, what they're going to get is they're going to get personalized um, plans, right? I like things. I'm a hard copy kind of girl. Um, I probably am. I should be in my generation, like really super techie, but I want you to have a hard copy, something that you can print out. You can look back to, you can um, always have, I always want I would say I want to give my clients um, information that maybe they don't even need right at this moment, but that is going to shape the healthy sleep habits and routines kind of 
forever for their kids so that they never have to come back to me. Love my families. They're fantastic. My whole thing is giving them information so that they don't have to come back to me. So they're going to always get that hard copy um, item or document. And then it's my support. So you get this guide, then it's all unlimited support. I like a lot of communication. I find that that is what is what makes me and my family super um, uh, successful in our work together because we communicate all the time. Uh, We text, we email, we call as much as we need to. And honestly, through that, I think because it is so just unlimited, it's easy. It's quick. We text all day. We, you know, it's not interrupting people's lives where we have to all sit down for an hour at a time and discuss these problems. It's okay. You know, they napped at this time today, or they did this. Um, okay, great. Let's keep going. You're doing awesome. And it gives them the reassurance and the support that they need. And it lets me know that we're on the right track or It gives me an idea of, okay, well, maybe we need to pay attention to this. Let's see what happens. And then let's have that conversation maybe tomorrow for seeing the same thing. So that is huge with me. Um, The communication and the document coupled together. Yes. I love that you said that you're big on getting them to the point where they're confident enough to where they don't have to keep coming back to you. They're able to do it on their own. They got it got off the phone with somebody right before we had this and uh, one of my clients. And I was like, listen, listen to how you're talking and you're speaking about her sleep, how it's changed from when we first spoke and where you were. And now you're telling me like what's happening and what you're going to do more. Like I become the sounding board versus the person that's giving the information. I'm there if they want or to feedback, but like, it's, it's great to see that transition of like, wow, they're really taking the information and understanding it. And then they're now telling me what they're going to do. That's awesome. Like if you're a new mom, you know, Mm -hmm. our confidence level is not as high as you would like it to be, you know, because you're just trying to be like, okay, I got this. And you're trying to act all overly confident, but internally you're like, scared. So that confidence builder is so important. So I love that you're pretty much boosting their confidence while also helping them with their baby. That is huge. Oh, thank you. Yes, that is. That's really big. And I take a lot of that from when I was teaching too, is, you know, I mean, same thing. Everybody wants to know what they're doing. Well, you want to be specific with it. Um, and you know, like you're listening to, oh, I, you know, you're really, you noticed kind of her behavior. You looked at how long her nap was. You looked at how she responded to that wake time. And now you're knowing kind of what to do next with that. So just in the specifics of those as well, that helps them too. Like not just saying, oh, you're doing great. What, what are we doing? Great. Let's be specific. Yes. Give them the details so that they can actually understand how far they've actually come versus just kind of guessing. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm doing good. Thanks. And they're on, you're like, well, what was I doing good at? Oh, I don't know. And then it's yeah, exactly. Like, and then there's more questions and more, you know, um, second guessing yourself and all of that. Yeah. It just leaves on like a rat hole and you're just like, okay, what happened yeah, here? Exactly. You fall down another hole. Yeah. Okay. So I would also love to know like when, Deciding to get a sleep coach, like when is the best time to start and when you no longer can do sleep coaching? Okay, got it. So um, 
honestly, it's just kind of, it, it depends on what your goals are. Okay. So official sleep training, you really don't want to start before four months because then you're talking, the kiddo is in the fourth trimester. They're newborns. They're still new, trying to get accustomed to this world that we've kind of just thrown them in. And so we really need to take their lead on things. Um, but that doesn't mean that you can't start implementing these healthy habits and routines early, but you want to take into consideration that we're not we're not leaving them to cry. We're not forcing them to do hours of, of, you know, crib hour, you know, some people do, and that's appropriate later on, but it's all about providing them opportunities, um, starting to implement those healthy habits and routines and seeing what they accept. Because a lot of times early on, we are, well, this is always, I don't think we, and this is myself included, don't give our kids enough credit and they do great. They surprise us, but we haven't given them these chances because we're a little anxious about it and we don't know how they're going to respond. So when we do, even in the early months, they end up doing great and then not needing sleep training later on or needing very minimal. It's just like little tweaks. So that's kind of the focus early on. And then come four months is when you can start kind of sleep training, quote unquote, um, using very gentle and very supportive methods. Um, so that's okay to start then. And then honestly, I work with kiddos all the way up through age five and yeah, so it's, you've got a lot of time. I read all the time. Oh, my, my child is 18 months. Is it too late? No, it's, um, that's never too late to implement a healthy habit. Um, it really just would depend on the age then would reflect in the method that they're going, that we would use together because depending on the age, there's all these different ways you would approach it. Um, and obviously anything you would do with a four month old is going to be different than what you would do with a three-year-old. So that's just kind of where it changes, but you've got a nice full window of sleep training opportunity. That is awesome. I never knew that you could actually go that far out. So you surprised yeah. me when you said five. I was like, what? In yeah. my head, I don't know why I automatically assumed like, okay, it probably stops at toddler age, mm-hmm. and certain age during the baby yep. stages. I'm so glad you put that up because in my head, I was like, oh, okay, it probably cuts off after a certain time, but that's a long time that they actually have that option. And come around, you know, two, three, it really does start to become a little bit more on the behavioral side. So you can start then coming at it from that approach too. Like, how can we, we can reason a little bit, we can communicate with the child, we can involve them in the process and have them start being a part of it and feeling that ownership and that excitement and that pride in doing this amazing thing of sleeping independently, this lifelong skill. Um, And so that's where I, you know, it's a lot of fun to work with toddlers. I really do enjoy it. Right. That's when they become like their yes. own little people, you know, they, their personality starts to come out. They're more animated. <laughs> like it's just fun. <laughs> it is. And they say, don't they say, I think it's around two, I think it's three that like your child's personality is like developed by then, I think. And so it's fun to think like where they are at three is okay. That's going to be their little, their little being when they're older. It's very cool to think about. I always love it because you just never yeah. know like it's going to show up. And then once it does, you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Love to know, like when it comes down to say, for instance, there's a nervous mom and she's mm-hmm. on, like, you know, the fence with it. She wants to mm-hmm. do it, but she's not for sure. 
what advice would you give her to kind of like reassure her about this process? I would say you really do have to be ready because it is going to be a challenge most of the time. And I, and I never want to sugarcoat it for people because I think that's where we get into trouble. Right. And that's where people are surprised. So I like to be very upfront about it. Listen, it's, it's probably going to be a hard few nights, you know, potentially a week. So you really do have to be ready. And if you're not ready right now, that's okay. Wait until you are. And if you're not, that's okay too. Um, I think the point is that you don't want to feel, we feel pressure in every other area. So don't feel pressure here. You have to do what's right for you, your kiddo and your family. And that's, you know, really what it boils down to. Yes, that's true. And I don't let, you know, I've talked to people where the husband maybe isn't on board or the husband wants to, but the, the, you know, the wife doesn't want to, or partners. And that's where you get into a little funny too, because you guys are a team. And when you're going through something that potentially is challenging, especially at night when everybody's tired and stressed out and wants to sleep, you guys really have to come through together. And so I talk to a lot of parents, I'm like, you know, discuss it, make sure that they're on board as well, because we're all going to be a team and we need all of us to be on the same page and ready to go to, to get this as good as it can be for your child. Yes. Yes. That makes a huge difference when both the parents are on board because, oh my gosh, the friction, if not, yeah. And the consistency for the child friction between, you know, spouses or partners. And then the child is going to sense that they're not going to make as much progress. They're not going to um, catch on as quickly if they're getting different responses from people. And so we all want it to be as painless as possible. So we have to all be together on this. Yes, yes. Well, I want to thank you so much. Your expertise and your advice was amazing because some of these things like I thought I knew and then I realized I didn't know. (laughs) It was such a pleasure coming on. It was so fun. Yes. So I would love it if you let my audience know how they can find you. Um, so I can be found in a couple different ways. Um, I am on Facebook, um, mama bear sleep consulting. I'm also on Instagram under mama bear sleep consulting. Um, I do have a website. Um, it is www.mamabearsleepconsulting.com and the mama's M A M A. Um, and I have an email. You can contact me as well. It is mama bear sleep consulting at Gmail. So I have lots of different ways, um, whatever social platforms you're on, you can contact me if you just want to chat. That's it, mamas. Thank you so much for spending a little time with me on the Mom Chat Show. And I would love to connect with you more. So to make sure of that, click that follow button and also follow us on Mom Chat Show on Instagram. Well, I will talk to y'all again next week. Bye, mamas.